Welcome to RLF Radio, the only show that helps young baseball players and their parents prepare for high school athletics and beyond. Brought to you by the Ryan Lemon Foundation, with your host, Dick Owens, Guy Lemon. Hey, good evening, everybody. This is Guy Lemon with RLF Radio as your host, as it was just mentioned, and I'm here with my co-host, Dick Owens. Hey, Dick. Good evening. How's everybody? And we are uh, very fortunate tonight to have, uh, as you'll hear as we talk later, one unusually well-experienced and very well-connected high school club baseball, college club baseball guy, Cy Petro. Cy, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for inviting us. Well, you know, everybody starts out by wanting to understand your background. And I know that uh, you and I have known each other. I was just trying to do the math for probably 25 or 30 years. But but go back. How many years have you been involved in high, sc- high school or youth athletics? Basically 41 years since I was 18 years old and got my first minor pony team. There, there you go. And, and I know now, okay, so 41 years. And then since you and I have known each other, it, you've been involved at the Connie Mack level. How many years have you been doing Connie Mack, and what is Connie Mack? Connie Mack is basically an age group of AABC, which is American Amateur Baseball Congress. Before that, it was Pony Baseball, which is Palomino, and it's just an 18-year-old age bracket of those particular organizations. And, and how many years have you been doing uh, Connie Mack? Mm, I would say since 1987. Wow. 1987. Yeah. And I know that as people, you know, lots of guys have done Mac, you have, uh, I think at this point, from a success standpoint, probably in the last 15 years, been more successful than anybody else running Connie Mac program and specifically your Connie Mac team. So brag a little bit about your teams over the last 15 years. Yeah, we, uh, you know, the the old moving over to the ABC Connie Mac division in Long Beach. Um, I got to play over there and uh, got to go to my first World Series with Barry Zito and the few of the other boys um as an experience you won't forget and uh of course you want to get back there and do it again and again in the last five years we've been there four times as a matter of fact first time ever in the history of connie mack baseball uh in farmington they've invited three of the top teams in the country and fortunately we were one of the three the midland redskins the uh, east cobb yankees and the uh, southern california renegades are all invitational to play in the Connie Mack World Series. And I know, and, and Ty, you can speak to this, as I've understood it, talking with baseball scouts and college guys, certainly people, everybody recognizes the Little League World Series. They see that on, on uh, ABC TV. As it moves up in age brackets, people aren't necessarily, unless you're very plugged into baseball, aren't necessarily very aware of the most competitive levels. I know people at the other end know the Cape Cod League at the college as being the most competitive college league. As I've understood it, and tell me what what you've understood, but that I've I've understood at the eighteen and under that the Connie Mack program nationally and at least the World Series is considered the most competitive of the eighteen and under youth organizations. Yeah, not only is it competitive and nationwide, of course, because they have started out with eight teams, eight regions. It's now, as of today, last year it was twelve. It's now going to be a sixteen team event. Um, really expanded, but it's we call it the biggest show on earth, other than 
probably MLB and college baseball, uh, you get to get there and get on a float. And as a matter of fact, other than piling on top of each other, which fortunately the Renegades get to got to do, even though we've been there six or seven times, one time we're going to get to do it again. I'm sure uh, is the parade and the housing and the people and uh, playing in front of ten thousand people a night. It's it's a pretty big show. Well, I know, and I, I'll brag for a minute. My son played on a Connie Mack team, and this goes back in 1993, a few years ago, but my son was not on your team, but on a team in the same league that you were competing against, and I think we beat you guys that yep. one year, one of the few times you didn't win it, but uh, we got to go, my son got to go back and play, and I was one of the assistant coaches there, and I know it is, re- Farmington really rolls out the red carpet. It's a small town, but it becomes a big town, and with the parades and the, and the host families, all the players stay with the family for the time they're there. They really do a spectacular job. Yeah, it's, it's really Really, like I, I always tell people, it, you get bitten by the bug, and you know it's like those bright lights of the big city. You got to go back, and you got to go back. You want to be back. Yeah, you got to do it again and again. Well, so let's talk about for people that are listening. They got to start with, well, gee, I'd love to go to a World Series, but how do I get on a Connie Mack team? And I know we've got Dick here as well, and while he's a co-host, he's going to be part of the interview process because this really is about club teams. It's any player at any level, really from the time they're 12 or 13 years old, on up through, how do they get on a club team? So let's start with your team. How does a guy, your team is very competitive at the 18 and under. Well, first, how many different club teams do you have Well, that you directly manage or Actually, I help with two clubs. One is our college level team, which is out of Orange County. And what's the um, name of that one? Is that Renegades the, too? No, that's the SoCal Knights. Okay. I don't personally coach it. I'm involved with it. It's through the JC programs in California which, again, is the top JCs in the country all used to come out of California. As a matter of fact, Golden West and Orange Coast and Fullerton and Cyprus. I mean, you could keep going on and on about the conference around here. And then I coach only the 18-year-old team. I really don't have anything below that. We Once in a while, we'll play with doing the 16-year-old team. But it's because of our league. Our league, USA Premier Baseball, has probably the top Connie Mack teams in the same program. Orange County Giants, the Fullerton Stingers, the Colton Nighthawks, Tromley Baseball. So we are the who's who of who's who's, and we all just line up and play each other every week. So how does a guy, if I'm a player and I think I'm pretty good, and I'm 15, 16, 17, 18, because it's 18 and under, a 15-year-old can play on the team if the coach thinks he's good enough, or is it just exclusive 17 and 18-year-olds? Well, in our league, you can be of 18 and under, but we have two separate organizations, meaning 18 and under and 16 and under. Uh-huh. One is known as Connie Mack, one is known as Mickey Mantle, and actually we have a 14-year-old league this year, which is blossoming. Travel ball is different than a pay-to-play, I guess you'd call it, uh, little leagues, Pony baseball, you sign up, you play on a team, you get your three innings, good, bad, indifferent, and it's a great program. I was part of Pony, diehard Pony guy from day one, and now I'm a diehard ABC guy. Um, So it's great. All the programs, there's no, you know, it's this is a travel ball. And if you want to be on a team, you can either sign up through our organization and we'll find a team for you, and or, which in most cases, you're invited to play on that particular team by that particular coach so since you brought it up what's your what's your organization it's usa premier baseball okay and if somebody wanted to reach you either personally 
or to, hey, I'm a guy, I think I'm good enough to be in a club team, what are the different uh, contacts information? Your website, well, yeah, they email can, address, cell phone number? Yeah, they can go to usapremierbaseball.com, and um, uh, they might get a little overwhelmed because we run so many tournaments and events on top of our league. We're basically a league that does other things. We have our 4th of July, and we do some other stuff and run things for ABC. But, uh, yeah, you could just go on there and hit an at-large sign-up, and we'll accept you, and we'll find a guy who's looking for a guy, you know, at so, whatever so age. So, again, repeat the website. USAPremierBaseball.com. Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, yep. baseball. Dot com, yes. Dot com. Or they can call me. I'm, I'm not shy about taking phone calls. And 714. Go ahead. 292-6936. Give it one more time. 714-292-6936. Okay. And then do you have a, a personal email? Would you mind if, uh, nope. if they uh, email you? It's uh, info, I-N-F-O, at U-S-A-P dot com. U-S-A-P dot com. Okay. So anyway, if somebody, that is great. But now, if a guy has to get invited, do they kind of go to their coach, their high school coach, and say, hey, coach, I want to get on a club team? How does a guy... Try and finagle a, an invitation. Yeah, you know, a, a lot of times we're we, we're well known enough that a lot of the high school coaches, with their A list players, will say, "Hey, you need to go play Connie Mack, or you need to go do this." And like colleges reaching out to their particular people, so they'll get them on Connie Mack because they want them to play a higher level baseball. So when they come back and play high school, and then we've also made it so our high school is very important to us. We we do believe, or our league believes, that we don't want to take away from high school. We don't want high school to take away from us. So we work hand in hand. Our philosophy is a little different. We play nine inning games like college and pros. We don't try and load everybody up with three times a week. We basically play one or two times a week. That way they can play their high school baseball and, and be active with their you know their teammates and stuff and still play on a travel ball team. And around the country, where do you, is there other Connie Macs around the country, right? There are, so how, how many everywhere, yeah. kids do you think play? How many players do you think around the country play with ABC? Well, I can days? tell you just at ABC level because I had the list the other day, there are over 10,000 teams, I believe, yeah. signed up for ABC at different, a- yeah, at different age levels. Connie Mack, of course, is the most well-known. And, you know, uh, again, the little argument is, what's ABC? I don't know. What's Connie Mack? Right. Oh, that's the best baseball. It's the same. It's an organization. How, how many, because you are the organizer... Premier Baseball organizes Connie Mac here in Orange County and Long Beach. What what area do you sort of help create the leagues and the and the competitive play? Well, it, you know, ABC or Connie Mac Baseball used to be literally in Long Beach and Orange County. I mean, that was it. Top two six clubs played in each, and well, that's was, when my son played. Yeah, I know there were very few teams, and it was a very yeah. select process back uh, then. Unbelievable! If you were asked, you just said yes and thank you very much. I mean, there was no question. It's a little more watered down or a little bit more dispersed because there are more teams. High schools have can play year round where they couldn't before, so it's a little different now. But the good teams, you know, again, our league is unbelievable talent wise. Fields umpiring. I know you had Gary Gilman the other night. Yeah. He's our head umpire. He does over fifteen to eighteen hundred games a year between our tournaments and our league. So to 
to be honest, we kind of go from anywhere. If you're willing, we got teams from Palm Desert that drive every weekend just to, come to into play, Orange County, just to play a three-hour baseball game. <laughs> so again, the organization that you have, that Connie Mac, has made it because I know there are several levels of even in the Connie Mac. Some leagues are a little more competitive than others. Right. The, the leagues that you manage, how many leagues, how many teams are you? Overseeing from a from a league standpoint, what we did in Connie Mac level is because we had so many good teams, we broke ourselves down into three leagues of the same division. Of course, USA Premier Baseball is red, white, and blue divisions. We have eight teams in each division. So that's twenty four. Yep. So we have twenty four, and then we do the same thing, or we tried to do the same thing at sixteen year old level. That's just our league. That's Mickey Mantle. That's Mickey Mantle, and then Sandy Koufax. Correct. And we try and do that so we could stay competitive every at every level and we could take I won't say our list but the guys are a little more experienced the Giants with Bobby Gould and and myself and Nate and a few of the other guys that are in our league the Nighthawks out in Riverside we disperse ourselves a little bit so we're not beating each other for, for the same players also so we have teams from San Diego we have teams from LA we have teams from Riverside and then uh, we have teams from Orange County of course are, are do the players have to sign a contract these days like they used to in the old days uh, in the old days you had to sign away your life yes you had a you know once you signed you were bound to that contract right. we've made our rules for our coaches and our players so we basically have a gentleman's agreement once you play in a league or that particular division of that league you're you're bound to that league now if you want to play in the red white and the blue division and all three of your coaches are willing to do that and you want to play that many games uh we allow that to happen oh so a kid could play on more than one team throughout the summer because he's not playing the second he's not playing to affect those other teams in his division oh i see sure and we did that for plain fact is we do have a couple high school teams survive high school put in a team last year in our county mac division again great high school sean did a great job and then we can't say no High school kids could play on our Connie Mac teams, so we just made sure he was in the the white division, and the white division didn't play the red or the blue, and that kid got to play on two different teams at the same time. I mean, I, I know from a scout standpoint, talking to some of them, they get a little confused because guys do kind of go back and forth from red, white, and blue division to a mm-hmm. white division or whatever, mm-hmm. and that frustrates them a little bit. So, I mean, do you recommend that the kids do that, or is that something no. you try to stay away from? Yeah, right? actually, we try and stay. We we pretty much make it a rule that it's really if you're on a high school team in our league and then a club team in our league. And then, of course, we want to protect pitchers' arms because there's pitch counts, and you, you don't want to hurt a kid to play a baseball game. Are you following the same pitch counts as they do in high school now? And, and yeah, uh, yeah, USA has put in a pitch count rule. Right. We do follow it. Uh, again, at our level, because we don't have a roster limit, my team in particular probably carries 13 to 15 pitchers that just pitch. Right. They're lucky if they get to pitch three to four innings a week. We really protect them. We want them to be their high school coach or their college coach to be, hey, listen, he's not being abused. He just came off a sixth whole season. Yeah, whole right. season of high school. And I mean, some of our kids don't pitch for two or three weeks before we even let them handle the baseball <laughs> for my team. In particular, is right? that typical that all the Connie Mac teams have roster sizes like that, twenty five, thirty? Yeah, are there of, limits on the roster size? No, there used to be limits of twenty one to twenty four. It's basically unlimited now. It really is. When you get to the Connie Mac World Series, they've just expanded it actually to twenty four from twenty two because of the pitch count. Uh, to be in specific, 
So we don't really have it. And to survive a summer season, you probably need 30 guys. I mean, some guys, because of financial reasons, you know, they're taking so many kids, they have to pay their fees, they have to do this thing. Um, we'll take anywhere from 18 to 24. And the problem is when the high school coach needs his guy or the guy go on vacation or when man, I got to go to Disneyland or wait a minute, my mommy's making me work now and daddy's making me work to pay my car insurance. All of a sudden, you're showing up with... 12 guys that game. Uh, fortunately for our league, and I'm knocking all over your desk because it's wood, we have a no forfeit rule. Literally no forfeit. So if you forfeit, you can't go to the playoffs. So that's a big thing. We've, I think we've had one forfeit in the last eight years, and that was because literally there was a car accident with six kids in the in the same car, you know, like oh the gosh, truck time. Geez. Nobody got hurt. Just it happened. And, Kids and, didn't show up for the game. And they didn't get there in time, and they only had eight guys. You forfeit. Sorry, you know. And we made it work. They rescheduled the game, so technically, I guess, you can't call it a forfeit. But, you know, our coaches are pretty good about that. So we, we've made some rules for ourselves, just like our gentleman's agreement. Hey, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, Bobby had a kid on his team and played on my team, and, you know, we just said, hey, pick a team. That's it. You know, uh, with no hard feelings. We're all here for the same thing. Get the kids some exposure. Get them to the next level. So the Connie Mac and the three, the 24 teams that you are, how many games will they play in the summer? Well, now every team is different because I know some teams do tournaments and other things. Correct. So like your team as an example, how many games will they play in the summer? Well, my, my team plays 40 to 50 games. I mean, we literally play every Wednesday, every Saturday. And that's assuming up through the World Series. Correct. If you get to the World you're you're at 50 if you get to the World Series. Right, correct. And then other teams, like Bobby's team, I know they don't play as many games. How many games would you guess he plays if short of the World Series? Yeah, Bobby's team probably plays, and I'm going to put a little asterisk next to this, 13 to 15 games. But again, we play nine inning games. So that's like... 20, 21 games. Right. And then if he plays in the Firecracker, there's another four to five teams. So that's a pretty good schedule for the summer to play twice a week, two and a half times a week. You know, some weeks, you know, graduation week, you play once. and But we've moved our, our league to nine innings for that specific reason. When the college and, and the pro scouts come out and watch the kids, well, we're going to throw two, three pitchers. Well, in a seven-inning game, you you might throw two guys, and sometimes you want to win so badly, you throw... And all the Connie Mac that, that, that you're involved with is all wood bat league? Do they play metal? What? How does that... Yeah, I'm the die. I'm the last of the diehards. I was a dead against hundred percent against wood. I mean, I'm. I, I believe that the financial part of wood is is, you know, there's there's a reason. There's a reason why you're in the pros. There's a reason why different things. And I I had to change that to be honest. When I had Christian Cologne and those guys, because every tournament I went to, they're using wood. So when I went to that tournament. Man, we were behind. I'm telling you, as good as we were, we were behind. And how am I getting 12 guys thrown out the plate? Well, coach, they're 40 feet shorter in the outfield because we're using wood. So our leagues now are 100% all wood all the time. Ah. But is that true of Mickey Mantle as well? Mickey, Mickey Mantle Mickey is now wood too. Right. Correct. Well, I know we had some uh, pro guys here the other day. Um, Jimmy Fergosi, and they made a remark that they thought the sooner, they not trying to change high school baseball rules, but the sooner a young man swings wood, it teaches them a discipline, even though they don't have the strength necessarily to hit it as far, it teaches them a discipline. Is that what you found? Well, you know, when we went from metal... Because college ball is go back to metal. Yeah, and that right. was my point is, when college changes, I'm changing with them, because my thing is, I'm trying to get more kids a scholarship than I'm trying to get a pro contract. Because I'm just of the belief that more kids play college than 
play pro. Sure, and I'm is. lucky. I've had 42 kids that have played for me gone on to the big leagues or currently on the big, big leagues. leagues. Yes, wow. in, in the big leagues. I'm I, I'm very blessed with, you know, I don't make a big deal out of it. And people know a few handful of guys, but, you know, I'm... 42, that's a lot. That, that's I'm very, I mean, I, I, uh, we have one piece of paper that shows that, that we hand out once a year to our current players and say, you want to be on this list someday. Yeah. And we kind of keep it quiet and we don't pound our chest real hard. And uh, luckily, luckily, Connie Mack World Series now has a Hall of Fame for players and, and they'll be inducted very, very and, and for coaches, which you're going to be one of these days. Yeah, I'm hoping, I, I, yes. they, uh, I'm hoping so. That's that's my next bucket list. Yeah, well, I know. Worry. I know from the from the standpoint of wood bats, and we talked about that before. Was in high school. If they go to wood bats, it's going to kind of slow the game down a lot, and it's going to change that whole game, in my opinion, anyway. You're, just because it's, it's it, and a lot of kids aren't going to go on and play baseball from there anyway. You're absolutely it's right. Change. Wood, wood changes the game because you become more defensively orientated. Right. You become more singularity, trying to get one run instead. Of, eh, we could get four runs in the seventh inning. Don't worry about it. We got metal in our Earl Weevil in the long ball. Yeah, and I've learned to change with that game. I've, right. you know, I when I first started, I contacted all my college buddies, Vanderhook, and heck, doggone it, how do I get better at this? He goes, more hit and runs, more. I'm known for stealing anyway, but more stealing, more hit and run, create a run, create two runs, and then you know, play right. better defense than you do office. So we've we've actually become very good at the game we play and you do become more selective and hitters become better as a matter of fact Connie Mack just changed this year just in the last month to bomb bats because they they're going to break yeah bomb bat in fact that's another one that was one Fergosi brought up bomb bats those (laughs) are people that may be listening bomb bat it's spelled b-a-u-m and those are composite bats they are they they act like wood but they don't break quite as frequently and you can buy them, and they'll go all the way down to 27 inches so little guys can hat swing them as well. It's a great training tool. I wouldn't recommend any kid do it in Little League. No. But but I do know that, and I've looked on their website. They've got a great website. You can order a bat specific to your size, and, and they're not that expensive, as no, I remember. As a matter of fact, through ABC, we've, um, and if anybody's interested, maybe next time or down the road, I can give them a code. They can save some money. We just made a deal with a bomb across the country, and, and the kids are getting 20 30 dollars off their bat and it's again it's a great tool for not i mean my again my team's lucky we're sponsored so i don't care how many bats we break but but the bomb bat is definitely going to be the new if they're out there listening right now they need to advertise on our program here well, and in, in fact, and that brings up another thing. No Clive, free, no free lunch. We, we've got a, we've got a bunch more questions for you because I want to get into training, and younger age groups, and and uh, recommendations as to how much a guy should be playing during the year, and a whole bunch of other things. Are you available to come back next week? Oh yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Well, and in fact, on that thing, we've always finished our sessions by asking the question: If you, from your perspective, um, if you had one tip you'd like to give a player and a parent, a high school player and a parent, any thoughts? Kind of a message you'd like to leave them. With how to make them better, how to be better, both from a parent side as well as a player. What are, what are your thoughts in that regard? Yeah, mine is probably a little different than most organizations. I really feel that if you live in Southern California, Northern California, California period, that if you find a, a local team or a team that's in a high quality league like ours, you stay and play there. You don't need to run off to showcases. You don't need to 
go to across the country to showcase yourself because there's so many good college coaches in Southern California, and they're looking for local guys they can watch all the time, and guys that. And again, there's nothing wrong with going somewhere if you really think that is. But if you're good or you're at the level you need to be at or find a level, JC on up, um, those coaches will find you through your local coaches. I just don't think running off to, to find a scholarship <laughs> is the way to do it. I think if you play on a good team and your coach is connected, he, he'll put your name out there and, and somebody will want you to play baseball. If you will. Well, and what was it Fergosi told us, the number of scouts that, that reside here in the greater Southern California? I don't, I don't remember how many it was. There I was, remember it was over 120, and, and I yeah, think the point of that is that while a lot of kids may have no hope or expectation of being a professional baseball player, all those scouts provide information to colleges, and it's it's a very small club of people, and I think that's your point. My Yeah, my point is if you stay here and play, you know, 17 to 25 games, it gives that area guy a chance to see you. If you run off to a showcase or to a camp, and again, there's nothing wrong with them. I'm not putting them down. They're, they're there for a purpose, and I, and I understand that. But most of the time, they're not, they're not driving right. after you to watch you. Yeah, they're getting a call from some guy over in Peoria going, "Hey, you know, there's a guy in California. Thanks, he's over there this weekend. They don't get to watch it, and that's just my well." Opinion. And with that, Sai, if you'll come back next week, I, nothing else. Those of you that may have listened next week, Sai, we'll try to remember to ask you about that reference on the bombat thing. So if if everybody will listen next week, they'll save money because Sai will share next week's. Uh, interview. We'll share that Bombad information and a lot of other stuff about training and uh, expectations and how much time a kid should commit to playing baseball on a year-round basis, whether he's 12, 14, or 18 years old. But, Cy, thank you very much for, for being here this week. Well, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, don't forget to uh, email us at dick at ryanlemonfoundation.com. If you've got any questions or people you'd like to hear from, let us know. And with that, this is uh, Guy Lemon from RLF Radio. And as we say every week, to remind everybody, keep swinging for the fences. Thank you.